Welcome to the 131st episode of the Cracked Die Podcast. 131. They're so old. Hooray. <laughs> We're still here. Yay. It's a palindrome. I guess. I mean, it would be if the three was. If the three were an eight. Yeah, because like, you know, three only goes one way. So yeah, same wavelength there. That's scary. I got you. I got you, friend. <laughs> <laughs> so last time we were here, you guys went into another set of chambers chasing after the Tattletail who's been warning everybody about you. And you started fighting some Scarlet Triad members. And there was this desiccated corpse of an orc on the ground and you heard flapping of little wings. Well, the flapping of the little wings coalesced into being vampires. Knife Sword managed to kill one by stabbing it in the ankle repeatedly with two criticals and turned one to dust. And then Brianna cast her Disrupt Undead, critted, and it critically failed its save. So it died. And now all that we have left are two Scarlet Triad Poisoners, one vampire who's stuck between Ooh and Twin Talon. We have the Tattletail who is hurt a bit. That's it. There's a third Poisoner up here. Yeah, there's a third Poisoner who hasn't been touched yet, and she is backing up a little bit. I would just like to say that uh, Simon Belmont and Van Helsing have nothing on us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Take that. Also, I'm a little disconcerted that we have, like, last three episodes, this episode and uh, last two, like, no bullshit at the beginning. No. Well, he, I'll, I'll, I'll pull the curtain back a little bit and let you know, we're so close to finishing this book. I'm kind of trying to push it to get it done. Oh. Makes, makes sense. So I'd like to talk about something else for a second. So Haya and I <laughs> have been watching a wonderful show, which if you have Disney Plus, you have access to. I think the show is technically over. There's two seasons of it. I don't think there's going to be a third. But it's the show The World According to Jeff Goldblum, <laughs> which is one episode at a time. Jeff Goldblum, the wonderfully weird, eccentric Jeff Goldblum, with very childlike wonder and amusement, just explores a topic. So he explores bicycles and why people love bicycles and where bicycles came from and the culture around bicycles and people making bicycles or coffee or cosmetics. We just watched one of those cosmetics. And it's just it's just a delight to see the very alien like he is very much the perfect person to do this show because he is like an alien who was observing earthlings for the first time and like learning what humans are like and that's kind of the energy with which he brings to the show so it's a wonderful half hour episodes you can you know chew them up little bite-sized bits there's two seasons of it that i know of i'm not gonna say any more about it but i would recommend if that sounds interesting to you i would highly recommend that you, you check it out it is definitely heartwarming. Yeah, I've seen a couple episodes and it's it's one of those things like I enjoy it, but also he is not of this world. Like, <laughs> I don't understand how he doesn't understand some of these things. I'm so confused. My favorite is like the LARP episode because yes. he's an actor and it's like so alien to him. It's still just like, would I be LARPing if I did this? And it's like, 
<laughs> like, dude, you're an actor. That's what LARPing is. Like, <laughs> you act, right? Yeah. I love it. But it did feel like at the end, like towards the end, I definitely got further into it and a little bit, you know. Yeah. Less maybe nervous. Maybe that's what it was. I don't know. But it was it was lovely. I just appreciate that Disney Plus has now two shows that actually portray LARPing in a way that's not awful. What's the first? So they did the, the episode of The World According to Jeff Goldblum. And then if you watch the Hawkeye show. <gasps> that's right. They're like a plot point. Like the LARPers are a plot point And that's how they get their costumes. <laughs> like Yeah. Spoilers, by the way. But yes. <laughs> yeah. My favorite part is they're, they're like in the apartment of the LARPers at one point and like as LARPers I'm like they did that right that is exactly what that house would look like, <laughs> like all the props <laughs> are everywhere all the costumes they're nerds I think they talk about playing D&D in some point I think there was a poster uh like a fifth edition book cover like PHB cover somewhere in that Probably. I was very pleasantly surprised by how non, oh, that's so weird they portrayed it and how endearing it all was, actually. Yes. All right. That's enough. We can get into the episode now, Sean. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. All right. I appreciate that. Well, getting into the episode means it's Twin Talon's turn at the top of round three. All right. And you are flanking this poor vampire. Yep. Twin Talon's going to brush a tear of proud poppiness out of his eye (laughs) after seeing Knife Sword use the techniques that they have discussed. And he will attempt to stab this, uh, this vampire. Remember, the vampire does have you grabbed. That's fine. Doesn't actually stop me from stabbing him. Okay. Nope, it doesn't. I wish it did. Yeah, I bet you do. I would prefer... 30. 30 to hit. 30 will just regular hit. I think that's the first time in this combat you've rolled a not crit. No, I've I've rolled one previously. Oh, okay. Sorry. (laughs) All right. So that is 33 damage, and I will put the debilitating strike on him, so future attacks do an additional 2d6, and then I will attack again. 33. That's a crit. Okie dokie. Skewered. Triple damage. The target is slowed one for one round. Oh! Triple damage. Heck yes. Okay, so that is 30 times 3 is 90 damage. Nice easy triple there. Would you like to describe your kill? So Twin Talon will stab him once kind of in the stomach region to get some space, and then the second thrust will just go up through the jaw, up into his skull. And just before the thing turns to dust, he's like, this didn't turn out like you thought it would, did it? Oh, jeez. No! (laughs) Dusted. Okay. And let's see. Who is probably going to be pummeling the Ziggy Pig? Ziggy Piggy. That's right. Twin Talon will kind of look down the hallway to the northeast, and he's going to be like, there's something weird down that way, but no time for that right now. It's like a creepy plant thing. I don't know what it is. And it's gone. Let me see more. <laughs> and then Twin Talon is going to circle down diagonally next to Ooh, so she, he is also... Actually, no, he'll, he'll go all the way around. So he is now flanking the squealer. The tattletale. Damn, I was going to have him run away, too. <laughs> well, Ooh's got attack of opportunity, so... You'd only get so far so fast. I will. Like she could kill him in one hit. Oh, don't tempt her. That's how <laughs> that's how crits happens. Do you want crits to happen? Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So the Scarlet Triad member who is down the hallway takes another five foot step. They reloaded at the end of their turn. Ooh is 30 feet away. So crossbow bolt at Ooh. Oh, Ooh is prone on the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and out of range for me. I'm sorry. I feel like that gives her a bonus to versus ranged attacks, right? Yeah, it increases her AC plus two, I believe. I don't think it's going to matter. So 34 versus your AC, ooh. Not a critical. Okay. Can you give me a lovely fortitude save? 25. God, you save. Crit saves through. You say that like it's a bad thing. <laughs> and then third action is to reload their crossbow. Ooh, it is your turn. Get him, ooh. My turn, my turn, my turn. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I will... I'm so angry at Piggies. <laughs> so I'm going to strike him. Going to kip up first? Or? Oh, yeah, that too. But that's a free action. So I just I just felt like it was automatic. So <laughs> That's fair. 36 to strike. Because he is flanked. That is a critical hit. Hell yeah. My critical hit card. Number 55. We said slashing, right? Uh-huh. This is from one of our patrons, Duke. So the slashing thing says cast off double damage and you may blind one creature other than the target within 15 feet for one minute. The blinded target may make a fort save. On critical failure, the duration is permanent. On a success, the creature is instead dazzled for one minute. On a critical success, they are dazzled for five rounds. The secondary target may make two interact action to remove the dazzled condition. Okay, no one forget that. Anything what I just said. No one forget it, okay? Unfortunately, I don't think anybody's within 15 feet, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, no one's within 15 feet, unfortunately. I mean, Twin Talon is. No, no. You could hit Twin Talon. <laughs> you just keep giving Cassie fodder for her fanfic. <laughs> I mean, little old me. It's still double damage, though. It's still double damage. It was a double damage side. Critical hit. Yavol. 28. 28 points of damage. All right. Still standing. I would like to reactive murder, please. Yay! Hell yeah. Oh, go ahead. Also, can you ungrapple me? Thank you. Oh, I can ungrapple you. I just want to give you a hug, Matt. <laughs> it's a struggle snuggle. That's what um. grappling is. 26 versus his flat-footed AC. That'll hit. <laughs> die, piggy, die. Die, piggy, die. Sounds so upset about it. 26 damage, and I will put the debilitating strike on him if he survives. He took 26, and he has now debilitated it. All right. Ooh, you may continue your turn. Strike two. <laughs> 24 to hit. 24 will miss, unfortunately. I'd like to spend a hero point. <laughs> okay. 27. That's a hit. Yahtzee. <laughs> 16 to mesh. All right. Still up. Die, 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 die. All right. Last swing. Everybody. <laughs> Not everybody die. 12. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. That's a critical miss. <sighs> All right, guys. Hero point. Guess who's out of hero points? Curses. No. Melee. I can't, is this is called Weapon Tangle. You can't use this weapon to attack until the end of your next turn. So as you swing the second one, you do hit him, but he gets lodged in his armor and your axe is stuck in there. You axed him a question too well. Womp womp. Womp 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 Next up is Soraya. Well, all the vampires are dead, and you guys seem to be making good work of the tattletale over there. So I suppose I will continue working on these two over here. And I'm going to do something I haven't done for a while, and I was going to do it to the vampires, so I'm just going to I'm gonna do it anyway to one of the sneaks. I'm going to use telekinetic projectile on one of the fallen crossbow bolts. Okay. And basically try to stab one. I was hoping to get 
a wooden crossbow bolt through the heart on, on one of the bumpers. But they're dead now. 28 to hit the sneak that is in the back. 28 to the sneak in the back will hit. Cool. That is 66 plus 2, I assume, piercing damage. Um, dead, dead, dead. That is 32 damage. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and if it's one of their crossbow bolts, is it poisoned? Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Ooh. <laughs> They're fine. They save. That still would have been funny, though. They save against their own point. <laughs> that would have been hilarious, and I would have loved it. And with the way I roll, you know a natural one was about to show up. <laughs> okay, so that's two of my actions. I'm going to throw another acid flask. I believe the one in the back is not the one that was hit by the last one. That is correct. They only took the splash. So I am going to throw the greater acid flask at them. While you're looking for what you're going to throw, let's take a quick second to talk about how they just put out an errata on the alchemists. Yeah, so my my fun little ability that lets me boost my class DC, they were like, you know, we kind of looked back at this and to have any useful scaling effect, it just kind of needs to be automatic. So that is a fifth level class feature now. What? So she gets a free feat, like one of her free feats gets freed up, right? Yep, exactly. That's awesome. Yes. And I was, I was trying to look at exactly which one that would be, and I have to parse out exactly where I put everything and how, because right now it's not telling me I have a free feed, but I'm going to double check all that. But anyway, yes. So that is an automatic fun thing now. Yeah, that's a big change. And you can now wear medium armor. I can. I am uh, trained in medium armor. Uh, so it's a 32, by the way, to hit. That is a hit. So she's going to take the one acid damage for now, and then it is persistent, but her friend in front there gets the two acid splash. And what is the persistent? 2d6. I just want you to know, with all these status effects that you guys have been doing, I am not happy. Well, we're very happy, so. Yep. <laughs> all right. Do you have one more action, or does telekinetic projectile take two? No, that was telekinetic projectile is two. So I'm gotcha. Okay. With my turn. Okay, we are up to the Scarlet Triad Poisoner directly in front of Brianna and Soraya. They take their short sword and swing it directly at Brianna. Ayo. And they spit at the ground and curse at you. All right. Does a 31 hit? It seems that they, you know, thrust with a short sword and Brianna deflects it off her armor. Yay, clumsy. <laughs> Then a second swing at Soraya with the same short sword, just continuing the swipe across. Is that an action that would trigger an attack of opportunity? No, unfortunately. But does an 18 hit you? So her first attack just clinks off Brianna's armor and her second attack to try and hit Soraya. It knocks her off balance. Not only does she not hit, but she's going to do something else bad to herself. That is a crit fail. Did the Poisoner draw their sword to do this, or did they have it out already? They had it out at the end of last turn. Okay. Eat dirt. You fall prone and are blinded until the end of your next turn. Okay. And this is the one that also lost all of her olfactory abilities as well, so... Yeah. My nose. My eyes. <laughs> so, wait, falling prone after swinging at the two of you, 
being blind, I'm going to say they're going to try and crawl away, but I'm going to roll a D8 to see what they do. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They're going to go straight back, but that will trigger an attack of opportunity for you. Yeah, but there's a sense of honor in smacking a crawling enemy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think Brianna would be that cruel. So I'm going to play the angel and devil on your shoulder right now. To be the devil, these are poisoners and slavers. That is true. The angel is saying, if you use your attack of opportunity, you cannot use your liberating strike. That is what my brain is kind of... At right now, I'm pretty sure between Ooh and Twintown, they, they handily have the squealer and they're out of range anyway. But Soraya and Knife Sword, if anything, does sneak up behind them. They're within range. So I'm going to hold on to that for now, just in case. Okay. I just wanted to make sure you had all your options. Oh, absolutely. I had them in mind. No worries. Okay, great. So next up is this guy who's stuck between <laughs> Twin and Talon and Ooh. Oh, hang on. Sorry. As they crawl away, they take four more points of damage and they, nope, they roll an eight. So they are still having the acid drip down them. Now the person between Twin Talon and Ooh. So, <laughs> oh my God. All right. They're going to swing at Twin Talon with the Great Club. Ooh. A 41 hit you? That is a critical hit. Ooh. I wish they were named. I wish you were in range. Yeah. So that is 14 points of bludgeoning damage. For fuck's sake. Then their second action is to start moving. Ooh, get him. Do I still have a reaction? Yeah. Oh, okay. I Yeah, I'll, I'll fucking react. I don't... Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's get him. Just make a regular attack. Oh, okay, okay. Strike him with my battle axe. 24. That will miss. Damn it. Even flat-footed misses? Shit. Yes, even flat-footed. I wish I could use my hero points to help you. It's all right. <laughs> all right. There he goes. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye now. Bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. Next up is the other Scarlet Triad member that Soraya just beat the crap out of. They are going to reload their crossbow and shoot at Soraya. And that is a ooh, good number, a 36 to hit. That will hit. I will liberate. Okay, thank you. Give me a fortitude save as well. I'll just let you know it's a DC 22. If I roll a one, I succeed. <laughs> All right, 33. All right, so you're good. So you're going to take, you take 19, but then 13 of it gets blocked. So you take six. She just keeps laughing at them for thinking they can hurt her in any way that matters. And then reload the crossbow for the third and final action. They roll 2d6 and take three more acid damage from the persistent and roll a five. So they are still acidy. Knife sword, it is your turn. Okay, so first round, I'm going to move over here, and then I'm going to draw one-handed my striking crossbow and then fire at the one across the table from me. So one hand has your staff, and the other hand has your dagger in it. Oh, right. You can drop the dagger or the staff. Or you can throw the dagger. Oh, you could. It has a range of 10 feet. I will sheathe the dagger, and then I will... I'm down to one move, aren't I? One action, yep. 
Since the stick is so long, can I poke them from here? No, unfortunately. All right, all right, all right. There's no reach on it, I don't think. So I used it once. I'm going to try to use the staff again. Yeah, I think you can use every spell in it once without penalty. Yes, is that all? I believe so, yes. Okay, I'm going to cast Grim Tendrils on the one in front of me. At first or fourth level? First level. I need to make a fortitude save. Correct. Okay, fortitude save. And what is your DC? My spell DC is 30. So a 20. Not going to do it. Wouldn't be prudent. Is a critical failure. I take double negative damage and double persistent bleed. Roll 2d4. So 2d4. Six. So doubled is 12. Yep. 12 negative damage and two persistent bleed. That sucked for me. <laughs> Brianna, it is your turn. Tis, tis my turn. Brianna. Tis, it is. <laughs> she will step forward. Say, oh, no, you don't. And let us strike the leftmost one first. The one that Grim Tendril just hit? Yes. Yes. Okay. The one not crawling on the ground? <laughs> yeah. Give him a chance to at least stand, perhaps. That was a 32. That's a crit. Oh, it is? Excellent. Most excellent. Let me pick up my lovely, lovely card here. All righty. Let us see. Nom, 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 nom. Slashing. Brow cut. Normal damage. Boo. Crit effect. The target takes 1d4 persistent bleed damage. Until the bleed ends, all creatures are concealed to the target. Okay. So we are going to just do... Well, you roll a 32, so that's 16, right? 16, and that is a, what did you say that was? It was bleed. Persistent bleed, 1d4. 1d4. Oh, you have to roll that. Never mind. Yeah, I'm just going to add it to their persistent train. So that was one. And then seeing that the crawler had sufficient time, she will then attack the crawler. Because why not? I prefer having everybody, you know, focus their attention on me while my friends yeet damage at them. I'm going to give you my hero points since I rolled a nat one. Mm, you had one, now you have none. Correct. Come on now. Come on now. Ugh, not much better with a four on the die for a 21. That will miss. All right. In my final action, I will... No, that was it because I moved. So there you go. Okay. Okay. Let's go back to the top of the initiative with Twin Talon. Your prey is running away. Yeah. Yeah. Brave. Braves are praying. So one thing I've noticed looking at this map is this map we came in from the west. So the first map we came in like from the, from the east. The second map came in kind of from the south. This one we're coming from the west. So I'm guessing this represents us circling around the quarry. Is that accurate? Like we're going through tunnels around the quarry? Yes. That is 100% accurate. Yes. Okay. So now we're on like the north end of the quarry, probably. Yes. Okay. Okay. Doesn't really stop changing what I'm going to do. It's just kind of a something I noticed here. So Twin Talon is going to move and Twin Talon is going to... Everybody else is so far away. No, I mean, he's not flat footed to me. Yeah. Careful. Oh my goodness. I get my full AC against you <laughs> and no sneak attack damage. Oh, Sean. Poor simple Sean. You know, that's not going to like stay like that, right? <laughs> so Twin Town's going to use a thing we haven't done in a long time, which is... Give up? 
What? No. <laughs> I have you now. You're on the ropes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the hell is it? All right. So Twin Talon will attack with his first attack, and then his second attack will be against the target's flat-footed AC. Okay. So first attack. Uh, that's a natural 20 for a 41. Hell yes. That's a critical. Is that a critical hit? Okay, great. Yes. Piercing. Pinhole. The target takes one persistent bleed damage that can't be removed until the target is healed. Okay, that's fine, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and double damage. Yep. But thankfully, no sneak attack on the first one. That's correct. Ha-ha! I might survive. Who's <laughs> coming? Don't worry. Well. Hush. Okay, so that's 18 damage. <laughs> Is that doubled? No, so 36 damage. Okay. Would you like to describe your kill? Yay! Yes! So Twin Talon just charges down the hallway and does a slide and just cuts the guy's legs out from under him. Oh. Nice. As the guy goes down, Twin Talon will bring the sword down into his chest and then pull it out just to make sure he is dead. What do I see down this hallway. There's like three lines down the hallway to the deeper end of the hall. What is that? So that's where you saw the water flowing through. You see a little bit of the water trickling from higher above down through those three holes. So my thought was, could I grab this guy's body and like haul it down there and like put it against the holes to stop the water to block it up? You could be able to block one of the three, but they're big enough that like they're wide enough that a single body wouldn't cover all three. Yeah. Oh, how fortunate that we have many. <laughs> all right, Twin Talon will remember that. And for my third action, Twin Talon will come back. Twin Faint is two actions. Yep. I just wanted to see if you were paying attention. <laughs> and then Tisani's going to go. How do you like it when the mask is, uh, you know, skewed in your favor? Totally on accident. For once. Tisani's just going to come into the room proper. All right. Next up is the Scarlet Triad member who is kind of backing out of the room slowly. They are going to take a shot at Ooh with their crossbow. This one's been rolling good. Does a 35 hit you? Yes, regular. All right, give me a fortitude save. 29. All right, you succeed, so you're going to take 14 points of crossbow damage. They're going to reload their crossbow, and they are going to take a step. Ooh, it is your turn. I think Ooh would probably follow behind. Chasing up? Yeah, probably. Okay. So I will... Move? Yes, I will... Take two moves and an attack. Yes, the sudden charge. There it is. Sudden charge. (laughs) Sudden charge! Dismissing the monkey in the room! Let me give you a description of this room that you just ran into. Sure. You notice that there are several thick carpets and tapestries that have been affixed to the rough rock walls of this chamber, making it seem more like the chamber of a rug merchant than that of a cave in a quarry. A velvet duvan stands in the northwest corner next to a decorative table with small figurines atop a game board. A man lays across the duvan with a pipe in his mouth. All right. So is combat happening? This guy's just hanging out on the couch? Yeah. It's a pipe that's connected with a long hose. It looks almost like a hookah. All right, cool. Okay, sounds fun. Good for him. Yeah. For 31. That's a hit. Yes. For 15 damage. All right, you have one more action, I believe. Let's try again. We're not playing around today. 26. <laughs> that will miss. No, no. Oh, no. No, oh, no. <laughs> she leans 
back out of the way, just barely. Soraya. Well, could go chasing after those two, but I also have two targets right here. Because it worked so well last time, we're going to go back to the cantrip, because I'm running low on alchemy. And the one who is, like, shoved into the corner looks a little worse, so we're going to go against her. The one that's bleeding? Yeah. And I think still has some persistent acid happening, but she's she's just not not doing so hot. Ugh, that's a 17, but I have two hero points, so I'm going to spend one. Okay, good, because that was a critical miss. I know. Good form, good form. That was a two on the die. We don't need that kind of energy here. How about a 28? That'll hit. Sweet. Nice. Give me that 66 plus two to march. Such a good cantrip. Really is. 27 damage. Oh, okay. Still standing. She's still standing. Bloodier everything. All right, I have some reagents left. My quick alchemy still takes any action to make them. Do I have anything left for me? I have a blight bomb. That's the worst that happens. The same as if I were to do nothing. Okay, so I'm going to use a moderate blight bomb on her for a nat 20. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's see what happens there. Bomb or spell, they're flat-footed until the end of their next turn. Okay, it does 2d6 poison, 2d4 persistent poison, and 2 poison splash. So, each times 2. So she's going to take 14 poison, and then the 2d4 persistent. So much persistent on this character. I know. And the one next to her takes 1 splash as well. And guess my turn. All right. So next up is the one that's blind and crawling on the ground. So they reach to the table, find the table, and they stand up. Would you like to take an attack of opportunity? Ah, sure. Why not? Let's get this over with since our party is starting to run off. Yeah. How's a 29? That's a hit. Excellent. Blias take 18 points of damage. Ow. Okay, they're then going to spin around looking for where you are, realizing that they're blind. I'm going to make a flat check to try and swing at you. And I need a 10 or higher. Whew. All right, just made it. Oh, sorry. Oh, it's 11 then because they're completely blind. It's either 5 or 11. This poisoner swings at the table thinking it's you, misses, and then that's their turn. So... I'm sorry, what exactly blinded them? Oh, their crit fail. Yeah, they, they eat dirt one. They got dirt in their eye. Okay. All right. And now the persistent acid goes on to them. They roll a 13, they're still being acid burned, and they take seven more points of damage. The Scarlet Triad Poisoner will shoot a crossbow bolt at Knife Sword. They can't miss. Can I try to catch it? <laughs> They miss. They miss with a 26. They're going to reload and then they're going to shoot at Brianna. With their second attack. 33. That'll hit. Fortitude save, please. All right. And also, please don't forget your 1d4. Yep. You take 13 damage from the crossbow bolt. And 39 fortitude. Yeah. Nothing is affecting you. That is their turn. And so now they're going to take... Oh, uh, 1d4 persistent bleed. So on the persistent bleed, they take two points of damage for the 1d4 and they roll a 19 to stop the bleeding. They then take 2d4 persistent poison, which is seven points of damage and roll an 11, which will fail. However, 
it kind of doesn't matter when they die. You're dead? Excellent. <laughs> so, ugh. Oh. Status elements. Oh, all the persistent, all of the persistent on them. All right, Knife Sword, it is your turn. All right, having put my dagger away last turn, I'm going to one-handed pull out my crossbow and shoot at the other eye. Okay, pull out the crossbow, you shoot. That's a plus one striking crossbow. Is it a regular crossbow? Uh, wait, it did ha- It did say one-handed one second ago. You need two hands to fire it. But then you can't shoot it? Oh, weird. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, a hand crossbow, I think, is a separate item, which is single-handed. You can hold it in one hand, but you can't shoot it with one hand. I'm going to put away my staff for one action. I'm going to pull out the crossbow for the second action. And for the (laughs) third action, I'm going to fire it. Okay. 30? Will hit. Okay. Five damage. All right. Nice. (laughs) These non-magical things are way too complicated. (laughs) (laughs) Brianna, it is your turn. Brianna will offer a quiet prayer to Serenre in hopes that she finished this slaver off again quickly. I don't know how words work anymore, guys. Words are hard. So is math. Words be hard. Ugh, how's a 26? A hit. A hit? Okay. 18 points of damage. Okay, they're still up. Let's do it one more time. Come on, dice. Don't fail me now. I'm guessing 20 will miss. That will miss. And she'll raise her shield for her final action. Shield has been raised. All right. We're going over to Twin Talon. All right. Talon's going to be in five. He's getting those steps in. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Sprinting back. (laughs) He looks around. The poisoner that's over here is using a sword to chop up a table. He doesn't know exactly what's going on with that, but that can't be great. He doesn't see Ooh, but I'm assuming he hears combat coming from up north. Is that an orangutan? Who's that? Yes, it is lying on the couch, smoking a hookah. So that's when Talon runs in and sees the orangutan. Is it an orangutan? (laughs) Great. I love this game. (laughs) Uh, Talon's just kind of like, just, he's like sprinting around the corner. He like sees it, he stops his tracks for a second. And then he shakes himself free and continues on. Just turns the corner, there's like King Louis from Jungle Book. Like what? Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so Twin Town's gonna basically sprint up and around so that now he is flanking the poisoner with O. Oh shit, there are people to our east too. Oh, let's not separate so much. Ah. <laughs> well, mostly what I'm trying to do is stop them from, and O, and they try to get, stop them from letting anybody else know we're here, but uh, who the fuck is that? Was me. So down the way, I see what looks like a large singing woman, a vampire. I don't know how else to describe him. Red eyes, bald head, bloody streaks on face, pointy teeth, vampire. And what appears to be a, I'm going to guess a knoll with one eye with a lightning bolt across it. So I think that's... (laughs) Newest member of the Kiss Army. Harry Potter or something. (laughs) It's a knoll who lived. Why do I feel like we've stumbled into like an underground CD... I don't know. God, we're just a band. Oh, well that's our audience out there. They're not prisoners. We just keep them in kids because they like it. Ooh. It's a mosh pit, guys. The drummer is passed out smoking something on a couch. <laughs> well, clearly, that's their manager. <laughs> oh, jeez. There's something with a bunch of gears in it. Interesting, isn't it? Interesting. Anyway. Anyway, it is... 
this poisoner's turn. They are going to drop their crossbow, looking at what's around them, draw their sword. Oh, funny story. Drawing a weapon. This is something that Heidi actually uncovered that I thought was not true. But drawing a weapon is provokes an attack of opportunity. Does it have the manipulate trait? I guess that would make sense. <laughs> well, technically, no. But also, technically, Pathfinder 2, as I've said too many times, is too cute for its own good sometimes. So technically, drawing a weapon is an interact action. However, if you look up what an interact action is, it's a type of manipulate action. Okay. So rather than tagging it like with both of those, it just tags it with interact. And then if you look at interact, that's tagged with manipulate. So I swear the people who wrote Pathfinder 2 are all computer programmers. Like that's what they did before this, because that's how they've written this game, as if you could reference all of the tags instantly. Well, that's neat to know. Anyway, I don't have an attack opportunity, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure there's a green young lady here who does. <laughs> Who's raging. I don't think I have one just yet because I took one in my last turn down there. Right, but it's been your turn since then, so you get it back. Okay, well, then I will then take that attack of opportunity. 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 <laughs> For a 36. That's a critical hit. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to reactive murder after she's done, if it's still alive. Oh my god. We'll see, Matt. We'll see. <laughs> okay. For slashing damage, it is called paper cut. The target takes a minus two status penalty to attack rolls until the end of its next turn. All right. And it also does double damage. Double damage. For 36 damage. Please describe <laughs> your kill as they are reaching to get their weapon. So Ooh is just like hacking away at the body and finally she comes up and she just hacks and slashes the like the head off and it's like going down from the neck down the breast. It's It just like cuts her in half and she just like keeps hacking and hacking and hacking and hacking. And hacking and <laughs> hacking and hacking. Hey, I think she's dead. I think she's dead. No! <laughs> Not dead yet! Shh, shh, shh. Not dead enough! <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's going to end my turn. Remember that time when you tried to draw your weapon and someone murdered you? That was... <laughs> that was great. It's <laughs> a good turn. Good times indeed. Next up is... Whose turn is it? It is Soraya's turn. Mm. All right. Well, this woman in front of me that is so close to dead, she's going to get a cantrip to the face. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know, it's been working. Yeah. Might as well. And it saves it saves my alchemy. I'll let you know that if you hit, you will kill her. Mm-hmm. She have one hit point left? Yes, she is. <laughs> does a 19 hit her? That does not hit her. Uh, <laughs> dang it. <laughs> I have one more hero point. Okay, okay. Come on. You got this. I can do it. I can do it. Does a 27 hit her? That does hit her. And she dies. Yes. Oh, good stuff. <laughs> good, good, good stuff. Sorry, is gonna just like go up to Ooh and say, like, I can't run. She's <laughs> <laughs> all excited to show off to her girlfriend. The people down to the east there, do they seem to notice us or do they seem to be gearing up to enter the combat? Like, what are they doing? So, we're actually gonna end combat. Okay. Uh -huh. And it's really kind of depends on what you want to do. Where are you going? Well, it looks like there's a room here that's full of stacks of butter. <laughs> Ooh. Ah. Shall we reconvene? Can you bring us all into the same room? I guess we'll go find the other two. I think that's what we would do. Well, we butter investigate. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Also healing, please. <laughs> I'm feeling fine. I don't know what you're talking about. 
<laughs> so you all wind up in this room with this stoned, out of his mind monkey. You get breath. Yo, puff puff pass, buddy. <laughs> How now? And you see him just kind of staring at this game board. It looks like a chess board next to him. He's just staring at it. You know, look at Twin Talon as he's our resident Disney princess. See what he thinks of this. Um, do you think he could heal me a little bit? Yeah, yeah, but this monkey. <laughs> okay. No, no, I'm kidding. Don't move. It's okay. Hang on. Okay. <laughs> and I will medicine you. If we want to take 10 minutes, if everybody's cool with that, and the monkey isn't having a problem with it, and neither do the people down the street or down the hall. Sing and do a dee dee. Sorry. You don't see, like, the monkey's not doing anything. He's staring at the chessboard. Okay, and the people down down the hall to the east? As you look, you see them kind of milling about, moving. But they don't seem to notice that we were down here. Nope, they don't seem to notice you yet. Okay. Or if they do, they haven't acknowledged you. That's equally as fine. I'm happy to lay on hands if, if that's easier. That's certainly faster, but that's what I was trying to get a sense. Like, do we see people charging down the hall at us? If so, lay on hands is probably the better one. If the orangutan doesn't seem to care and they don't seem to care, if everybody's cool with taking 10 minutes, we can do that to patch myself and Brianna up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I might try to talk to the orangutan while that's happening, but... Sure. Okay. So for those of you who are doing medicine, go ahead and roll your medicines. For those of you who are talking to the monkey, you see that he's staring at this chessboard and finally he goes, Hmm, do you think there's any way for the red piece to win? Is there any kind of lore I can roll? Do you have games lore? What kind of game is it? Or society. You can roll either one. I'll do society. You know that this game is called Imperial Conquest, by the way. Okay. So I rolled a 35. Yeah. You can determine that as the game is positioned right now, it must end in a draw. Win? Perhaps not, but lose. Not that either. So give me a second. So how did everyone's medicine check go? Let's start with Haya. I rolled a 27 for Twin Talon as we got uh, 13 points of healing back. Nice. Twin Talon, how did you do? Twin Talon rolled a 23 versus a DC of 15. So I healed Brianna for eight. Eight. All right. Knife Sword, how did you do? I got a 22 on Brianna. All right, you could do ooh. Oh, okay. I thought I was just standing next to her, so. All right, uh, 22 on ooh. That's a success, so that's 2d8. The uh, companion to 23 me is 22 and ooh, which you see if you're related to this orc lady. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> the answer is surprisingly is always yes. <laughs> I got uh, nine. Yep. Nine points of healing back. And Soraya, as you're looking down at this chessboard, you kind of look up at the monkey and you notice that his hands are backwards. At the same time as you notice that, you see him knock two chess pieces onto the ground and they crack open, releasing these black shadowy figures surrounding you. That's what I saw down the hallway. And we are going to roll initiative next week. Oh, oh no. Oh, Sean! Boo. Vavoy! Vavoy indeed! Fine. I'll be in my trailer. Thank you for listening to the Cracked Die Podcast. Please visit us at crackeddiepodcast.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition and the Age of Ashes Adventure Path are property of Paizo. Background audio was provided by Sirenscape. 
because Epic Games deserve epic music. Please visit them at Sirenscape.com. Additional background music was provided by Tabletop Audio. Visit them at TabletopAudio.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Tabletop Audio. This episode was edited by Nathan. Please visit them on Twitter at, at EditingNate. Finally, thank you to all our patrons for assisting us in making this. If you would like to join our Patreon, please visit us at patreon.com slash podcast.